Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. Good morning. Welcome to everybody that's joining us online. Let's go to James chapter 5. Got a bunch, or a few people I should say, down at the rally this morning. Dickinson, North Dakota, they're enjoying it over there. So, how many think God can have revival in more than one spot? And we're faith people, so we're not disappointed by not being where somebody else is. We're just in faith wherever we're at. I wonder if Paul ever felt like when he was in prison, like, man, I wish I was over with Peter doing this. (laughs) But no, when you're mature in the Lord, you just get after what you need to get after. And you let everything else go where it goes and uh, let people fulfill what they're supposed to. James chapter 5, in uh, verse 13, says this. It says, "If is anyone among you suffering, let who pray? Let him pray. Isn't that interesting? It doesn't say call the prayer chain. You see that? Let who pray? Now that, that term, you know, we read him sometimes and we think, and all the women go, oh, it's not fair. Only a man can pray. <laughs> but that's genderless, okay? The idea here is them, the person, okay? Um, so let, let what? Let, let him pray. If anyone is cheerful, call Joy and the worship team and have them sing psalms. <laughs> Who's supposed to sing? You are, whether it sounds good or not, make a joyful, make a noise. Yep. I was actually, I was watching a minister one time, uh, Billy Joe Darty, and he was talking, he got up and he's in heaven now. Great church though, still going, his, his kids are, son is pastoring it, called Victory Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, he was talking about how his wife read that verse and she always wanted to whistle about make a joyful noise. And so she thought, well, whistling can be praise. Now, I'm not encouraging whistling during the church service, okay? So please don't do that. But it is a noise, and if your heart's in it, right? I remember uh, years ago when I was a youth pastor, years ago, in a bygone day, (laughs) um, years ago when I was a youth pastor, I got to turn this off, otherwise I'm going to get, or silence it, uh, there was, we were in service one night and I was, you know, being a youth pastor was challenged my flesh and it helped me develop spiritually um, because teenagers don't listen. I mean, or teenagers appear like they don't listen and most of the time they're not listening, but things are getting in them whether you realize it or not. And so (laughs) we were at a youth camp and uh, there were some uh, kids that were there that were not... I wouldn't call them full special needs, but they, you know, they weren't fully functional. They, they had some physical challenges. And during worship and stuff, man, they would belt worship, you know. They didn't have a concept of, you know, staying just a little bit below the worship team and trying to follow as best you can, even if you can't sing or carry a note in a bucket, right? But the Lord said to me, the Holy Ghost spoke to me because I was kind of looking at them and just watching. And... Um, Some people think I'm staring off into the distance sometimes, but I'm actually listening on the inside of me because I need to hear something. 
And, uh, and the Lord spoke to me and he said, I love that sound. Because it's from a genuine heart, right? It's from a pure heart. Whether it sounds right or not, you know, you, how many have noticed at times there would be different ones in our congregation that sing louder than others? Okay. Well, you can do one of two things. <laughs> you can, I saw an elbow. Like, um, you can do one of two things in that. You can either go, well, I got to find a new spot to sit. And as full as it's getting in here, you're not going to find a new spot. So you might as well just get in the spirit and be happy. Amen. So anyway, don't, don't put uh, praying and rejoicing in other people's court if you're able to do it, because you're able to do it. So, is any among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Now, this verse specifically is saying this, because the previous verse said, let him pray, right? This verse means this person is beyond, the, the issue is beyond their own faith. And if you look at it, here, it says, uh, it says this, uh, let him, uh, let them call for the elders of the church and anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Verse 15, and the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he or they have committed sins, they will be forgiven. In other words, they've gotten themselves into a position through not, not, they haven't lost their salvation. They've, they've broken fellowship where they shouldn't have. Not relationship, fellowship. How I many you know there are people that are married and they have a relationship, but they don't have a fellowship? Yeah. Well, it can be that way with the Lord. It's the exact same thing. Actually, all adultery, especially if you go back into the Old Testament, fornication, things like that, the idea of not being faithful started spiritual. It didn't start natural. Okay, when the Lord talks about Israel being an unfaithful spouse... It means they went off and started worshiping idols and following flesh and all that nonsense, okay, and got into things that they weren't supposed to. So this verse is saying this person is so weak in faith, they can't even pray for themselves, okay? And I could share testimony on that, but I'm not going to. Okay, verse 16, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Again, what is tied to sickness here? A sin, right? It can open the door to sickness. Now, Jesus said that. You know, there were times where Jesus prayed for people that were ill, and then he'd look at them and say, go and sin no more. Why? Because if you sin, God gets mad at you, and he makes you sick. No. If you sin, you open the door to who? The devil. And then the devil comes in, and he can do what? Cause problems in your body or wherever. In this specific place, it's the body, right? So we need to be aware of that. But that's not God's fault. That's my fault, right? That's something I need to own. Now, don't get paranoid with those verses either. You know, some people think, oh, that's why I've got sin in my life. I'll never figure out what it is. You know, they get in this perpetual cycle of trying to ask for forgiveness for everybody they think they thought they offended. You know what I mean? So we got to be careful on that side as well. The devil loves extremes. So anyway, the effective fervent prayer, confess your trespasses to one another. Now, I will say this as well. This is not you getting up during the transition time at worship saying, I sinned, everybody, I sinned, and here's what I did. We don't want to know. All right? I see enough of things on Facebook. I don't need to see any more. <laughs> Some people think Facebook is a confessional. <clears throat> You know, the proverb says a wise person controls what they say. So really, in some respects, in our culture, 
uh, social media has really amplified those who aren't exercising wisdom. Because they're just putting out on social media platforms whatever they feel in the moment. You know, they think emojis are of God. Well, I feel this, so it must be true. Well, it could be true carnality, especially if, when you're considering a believer, right? <laughs> All right. So confess your trespasses to one another. That's if you sin against somebody, you know it. You need to uh, take care of it, do that. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much. So what do our prayers do? They avail much. Now, let me read the Amplified to you in that, and I know we have before, but verse 16, the last half of the verse in the Amplified says, the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. So every time I pray for my church, it produces dynamic power. Now, what I mean by that produces, it produces or releases it here. <clears throat> In other words, our prayers do not increase the power level on God, do they? No, he's already all powerful. What we're doing, what the request of the new, really the request of scripture is, that we by faith would tap into grace. Now people say, well, thank God for the new covenant, you know, because we got a covenant of grace. We can tap into everything that God has for us. Think about this. Actually, grace has never ceased. Even the Old Testament, even under the law, even though they were under that sort of governmental or covenant system that they really, they established, they wanted it that way. Even under the law, grace was still operating. Do you know the law is, a sen in a sense, grace? You know, I heard uh, Kenneth Copeland say this years ago, he said, uh, uh, it's not the Ten Commandments, it's the Tender Commandments. Because the purpose of the commandment isn't to place you, God's, God, God's holiness, who he is in character, his, that design and who he is, he doesn't express that to us in order to heap condemnation on us. He's just telling you the truth. This is who I am. And this is what I'd like you to be now understand this is who I am, that you're not it, but understand the sacrifices, this is how you get here. Hello. I'm talking about that's in the Old Testament. And uh, really the Old Testament, even though we, we have Old Testament, New Testament, it's actually the Hebrew Bible, which is the Old Testament. It's the Bible. You know, people think, well, if we could just get rid of the Old Testament. No. Why would we do that? Why, who, Christians, we cannot dig up the root. The root is not Gentile. The root is Jew. I'm a wild olive shoot. And it's proven weekly. I am wild. But I'm grafted in. And because, but a Jew, you realize a Jew got us in. Jesus is Jewish. I'm talking about after the flesh, right? Now, I know, I understand that a Jew is one inwardly and not outwardly, but still there was a covenant made with the sand and the stars in the natural and in the spiritual, the celestial, right? There's two, co that covenant is, is twofold. Now, that doesn't mean every Jew goes to heaven. 
They have to receive Jesus. I mean, if, if people, people think that, you know, there's people that have taught that before in ignorance. So Jesus lied when he was on the earth then. Because he didn't say they were all going to heaven. Did he? He did not say that. He said they had to believe on him. And if they didn't, then they got in trouble, right? Okay. So what do our prayers do? They avail much. They make tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. All right. My prayers, do this, my prayers make tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. My prayers are working in my family. My prayers are working in my church. My prayers are working for the congregation. The congregation's prayers are working for me. Come on. My prayers are working for my city. Our prayers are at work. And people think, well, I don't, you know, I don't, uh, you know, I don't have a theology degree. All you need is faith in God. You don't need a theology degree. Now, degrees in teaching obviously help us understand things better, which helps us operate in faith better. But faith, like a child, is the requirement for the kingdom first. It isn't knowing everything. Some of the smartest uh, Christians, if you could say it that way, have very little to no power. Now, what I mean by that is they have it in the spirit, but what's demonstrated? Uh, go to Romans chapter 15, just because I did my devotion this morning. People say, you do your devotion on Sunday? You're going to church. Yes. You think I'm going to count on you to get full? Are you crazy? I've been around Christians long now, not this bunch. This bunch get anybody full, right? <laughs> this church is rare. We're on assignment. But, but I'm not counting on, I'm counting on my relationship with the Lord. And I'm not even counting on what other somebody else studied for. For me, you know what I mean? I'll use supplements, but I've got to have it in my heart. Romans chapter 15, verse... Uh, Let's go to verse number, oh, verse 18. I love what Paul says here. Verse 18 says, for I will not dare to speak of any of those things which... Christ has not accomplished through me in word and what? So knowledge and action. Now watch, to make the Gentiles obedient. So he's talking about his specific call. Paul knew his boundaries. Verse 19, in mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Holy Spirit, so that from Jerusalem and roundabout to Illyricum, I have preached the gospel of Christ. What does that sound like to you? Does that sound like just knowledge? He preached, but what else happened? Signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit. That's different than just head knowledge, you receiving something. This is why the teaching of the Word must be accompanied by the demonstration of the Spirit. 
Because if you don't, then you haven't heard the gospel. Well, you haven't heard enough of it. Amen. You know, God is not, you know, people say, some of the really, the people that really love knowledge, you know, they're real studious. They know a lot. They know so much, they know God doesn't do miracles today. Even though they've studied deeply and never found that scripture. Come on. On some subjects, not all. If all their brains were dynamite. And it went off all at once. It wouldn't be enough power to blow their nose. Amen. Okay. That's not an insult. That's just the truth. Now, they have the capability to learn it if they're open. So we have to have power. If we're going to affect this city, if we're going to affect, and I'm just going to say this, the church in Billings needs revival. Well, I've been a Christian for 25 years. And how many signs and wonders have you seen? How many people have you led to the Lord? Are you living up and down in your relationship with the Lord? Are we seeing the gates of hell being demolished? Or are we just holding out and not letting them prevail? You know what I mean by that? Just kind of holding ground instead of taking ground. At every stage in this church, we've had to fight to take ground. And we still have to. Everything's a fight. No, I'm not talking about fighting with people. That's not what I'm talking about. We don't need to be in, a, in unrest emotionally. I'm talking about in the spirit. And so in the spirit, if we're going to affect the natural, something has to get from the spirit into the natural. How does that happen? Prayer. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman of God makes what? Tremendous power available. You know, um, I have uh, uh, siblings that are mad at me and family. Did you know that? <laughs> I love it. I got, I got people in, in, our, in, my, in our church here that are, that are mad at me. They're offended at me. And people say, well, how do you know? Oh, it's, uh, yeah, they've told me. And <laughs> some people left and didn't come back, you know. Because I didn't preach out of the King James Bible only. <laughs> I had one guy, this was years ago. I don't even think they live here anymore. He was like, you don't teach out of the Old Testament enough. But when he came, he was amazed by the church. You know. And then one, one Sunday, I, I, I don't know, I had like a new pair of jeans or something Heidi had gotten me. And I was wearing them. And he, he mocked me for the clothes I was wearing. I know, it's childish. I'm not telling you this for sympathy, just so you know, because I really don't care what you think. I mean, if I was that insecure about those things, you know, and I kind of joked it off and moved on, you know, because I could tell. I knew he's on his way out. But this is the same, and, and what he wanted me to do was become legalistic. What he wanted me to do was preach out of the Old Testament. I mean, his wife loved this church. He was so domineering over her. Like rude, just, you know, like, and that's the direction I could clearly tell he spent too much time in the Old Testament. And, and, and in that, not even understanding what's being said. <laughs> you know, 
Um, and, and so people have, through the years, it just happens. People, the enemy works. Now, some people get offended and they just stay put. But you know what happens? I'm talking about in the church. What happens is they quit growing spiritually. They get mad. Well, I can't believe. I, I went and, and I played card games with the pastor. And he wasn't in the spirit on the Lord's Day the whole time. No, because I want to win. And just so, you, so, just so you don't think, I'm just as human as anybody else. And I played against Rocio, and she wins all the time. And I don't like losing. <laughs> In anything. And she's sweet about it. So it makes it worse. If she was mean to me, it would be better for me. She doesn't have a mean bone in her body, I don't think. <clears throat> There's reports of Brother Hagen. If you were playing a game with him, checkers, chess, whatever, and he was losing, he'd flip the board. People think, oh, no. Well, that would never happen. Well, I got news for you. My flesh is just as squirrely as yours. But, <laughs> but that doesn't change the fact that you're righteous and your prayers, what? Avail much. You'd be surprised at what God could do through you if you'd just yield. Even though you know your carnal side or your natural thinking, you'd be surprised. Because thank God it's, it's operating based on Jesus, not based on what we do, Right? Now, that doesn't excuse me wanting to, you know, win at cards, you know. I'm, I don't think that streak is ever going to get out of me. Because I, I know that now it'll be tempered better, maybe. We hope. Fast and pray. You fast and pray. I'm not going to take responsibility for myself, okay? So, <laughs> on that one. So, we make tremendous power available. Now, look at this. It says this, verse 17, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. Well, that fits, I guess, with what we're talking about. And he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for six years, for three years and six months. Thank God it wasn't six years. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Let's go to Zechariah chapter 10. You know, if you can't go to the rally... This is a side note, but if you can't go to the Believer's Rally, catch the messages online. Boy, yesterday, Heidi and I were watching them. It was yesterday? It was Saturday, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, listen to those messages. Uh, Ryan Phelan, Pastor Ryan, did one on uh, being in your place and being ready with something like 10 HUD or something, I don't know. Uh, being at attention in your, in your place. Uh, Pep did one that was just really good. He shared... Uh, his testimony uh, about some of the things that the Lord has done with him. He actually uh, backslid out of ministry and got out of fellowship with the Lord for about two years. And uh, then came back. He shared some really good things on uh, how to cooperate in a church and with leadership and with each other. It was really good. Uh, and then who was the other speaker after that? Well, Pastor Jeremy was in the evening, but there were three in the morning. Who was it? No, it wasn't Spears. He's this morning. Rusty Phelan shared, yeah, on winning the lost. And it was really good. 
just all good stuff. You know, if you go back and watch them, um, I don't, don't watch their services this morning. Because <laughs> I'd rather have you here because this is your church. <laughs> okay. But catch them up later. And then uh, tomorrow or tonight is Pastor Larry. No, Pastor Rusty again. And then Monday, there's a whole slew of people, and I don't know all of them, but there are three in the morning, one in the evening. Tuesday, three in the morning, and I'm in the evening on Tuesday. So watch on Tuesday night and just blow up their live feed. And I'll be the most popular preacher. It'll be great. And I'll win the competition. Hey, come on. We're after this. It's like playing cards with me. You got to win, right? now. I actually have a prophetic word for their ministry. Um, and it's going to be good. And some of it relates to us a little bit, um, you know, because we love, I know this is a side note, but we love Breakforth. We're partnered with them. Um, and we've, uh, uh, because of the same spirit, do you know we've shared congregants? In other words, we've had people come from Miles City and they come to this church when they move here. We've had people come from Glendive and they come to this church when they, and then we've had people move and they go, we, we send them to that church. Actually, it ended up being Great Falls. We've sent a couple of people up there. Uh, what I mean by that is they moved and I sent them to that church because we have the same spirit of faith. But we're going to have to keep growing this ministry, you do realize. We got to branch out. Now, I'm prophesying to you. I know I didn't stop and say, thus saith the Lord, and have Neil come up and play the drums. But I am prophesying. We, we're going to have to keep growing. And that requires rain, and it requires workers. Always. Do you know work isn't fun? That's why it's not named work, not fun. Yeah, what if we changed the words? What if we said, I'm going to go on work for the next two weeks? And then I'm going to go to vacation the rest of the year. Now, people think, oh, that'd be great. That's because you're thinking of the words the way they are used now. I'm talking about what if vacation was named work. You'd hate the word vacation. Or your flesh would, I should say. So in the kingdom, though, there's work. You got to know your place. You got to get in your grace. And you stay there. Can I share a revelation with you that I shared before? But I want to share again. All right, John the Baptist. I always ask the question, but I'm going to do it anyway. John the Baptist was busy baptizing, and that's when he got the revelation of who the Lamb of God was. Some of your revelation is tied to your service. In other words, you won't get what you're supposed to get from the Lord if you're not serving his body. Did you know that? The revelation won't come to you. People say, oh, no, I'll fast and pray and get it anyway, preacher. No, you won't. God does not... He will not bypass his ways for you or me. He won't. He demands. He is Lord. He knows it. And he will not budge his ways. Well, you just don't know how spiritual I am. I know how carnal you are. If you're going to violate this and pretend like you're going to receive what you're supposed to. Amen. Woo, boy, we went from ha-ha to whoa. <laughs> I love it, though. I don't know about you, but I have loved the discipline of the Lord. Maybe not in the moment, but over the years, the progress of it. You know, you learn, you go think, I don't want to give up that for that. But then you do it, 
and the windows of heaven open up even wider, and you go, oh. And I'm not just talking about natural things. Some of the greatest things, well, the greatest things, the highest levels of things that we receive are in the spirit. They're not in the natural. Now, they can manifest, but their understanding of God and knowing his ways and how he operates to such a degree that you can be in prison and write the most joyful letter ever about rejoicing in joy. And people say, yeah, that was a real act of faith. He was probably crying every day. That's why I'm always irritated a little bit by the, by the movies that people make about Paul in prison. And he's always mopey. I can't stand that. That was not Paul. I mean, Paul had, was filled with the Holy Ghost. Joseph was in prison and he wasn't even mopey. I said, Joseph was in, Joseph was in prison and he was not mopey. He popped in and said, why are you guys down today? And they're like, we're in prison? And he's like, well, you know, rejoicing and aware of God's plan for his life in the midst of it, even though he was lied about and all that stuff. He was so not in mopiness that when he gained power, he didn't go kill everybody that wronged him. He did not. So we make what? Side note. We make tremendous power available when we pray, right? So Zechariah 10.1 says this, Ask the Lord for rain. In the time of the latter rain, the Lord will make flashing clouds. He will give them showers of rain, grass in the field for everyone. Now we need this today. Verse 2 says this, For the idols speak delusion. You know there's idols today? Do you know there's diviners? Envision lies and tell false dreams. Do you know false dreams are told? Even in the church. People dream something and they think every dream means, means something. You know, they go and buy the dream book that tells you the, what, what every object in your dream tells, tells, is, says in your dream. Don't buy those. Stop it. Now listen, I know I'm treading on people's feelings here. But I am telling you right now, I have watched many people buy those books and follow them and mess up their lives. And what I mean by that is chase after things that are totally non-effective. And people say, well, they give scripture. I can, give, I can make anything biblical. Do you understand what I mean by that? There are rules to Bible interpretation. Did you know that? There are rules, and you have to follow those rules. What happens is, is people actually get overly active in this, their natural imagination, and they apply it to spiritual things instead of the reverse. They don't balance out their imagination by the word. We are gifted in multiple ways. What I'm just talking about naturally. We can think, we can speak, we have the ability to process and meditate on things. You can actually meditate on something to the point where it gets into your heart. You believe it's supposed to be a part of you, but it's against what God had for you all along. I know people that have come up to me and said, well, I've been prophesied over that I'm the next Joyce Meyer. I'm thinking, really? Now, maybe it could be true, but I will tell you this, most of the time, it's not the case. Do you know why people do that? People in their thinking, their natural thinking, see a gifting in somebody, and they, they love them and are excited for them, and out of their own soul, 
with maybe a, 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 the love of God in the sense of that what they're sensing in their heart for their fellow brother or sister in Christ, they prophesy or envision or dream out of their own imagination, and it wasn't the Holy Ghost at all. Let me ask you something. In this sense, think about it this way. Do you understand what Joyce Meyer had to go through to get where she's at? Now, let me ask you this. Do you understand what she's going through? She you knows she's attacked constantly. Do you really want to be the next Joyce Meyer? Now, if it's really God, oh, I hesitate to say it that way. Because I don't want to, there's a balance here, and, and it is not easy to find. It's easier to find a ditch than it is a road in the spirit. Because God, <laughs> there are two miles of ditches for every what? Mile of road. There, if you're really called of God, there'll be a part of you naturally that goes, I don't want that. There will be. There will be. You will have to walk through it. But wait, you know what? Most people, most people don't want to have to deal. You know what? Jo you know what? Somebody said this to me years ago, and it really blessed me. This minister, internationally known, if I said his name, you'd know him, and I'm not going to say it. He looked at me. He said, you don't want to be famous, Sean. He said, you know, Benny Hinn can't even go to the movies. Now, this was a few years ago. Do you know Joyce Meyer? Can't even go to the movies. What does that mean? You ever, hear, ever heard of Jesse Duplantis? It wasn't him that said that to me, so don't think that. <laughs> Just to help you. <laughs> he, said, he goes to the mall in his town, he said sometimes. He said he had somebody follow him to go into the bathroom. He was sharing this. He's going to the bathroom. He has to poop. I know it's shocking, but he poops. <laughs> Moving on, you don't like this? I don't know. We're going to get 10 minutes of prayer in. All right. <laughs> I just got to pull the, the, the idol worship out of the church. Right? So the guy followed him all the way into the bathroom. He had to go home. There's something wrong with that. But we need to be careful even what we prophesy. Because the greater the level of rain, the greater you're going to have things stir in you. You better know that it's God. Don't use your giftings for your benefit. You say, what do you mean by that? I'm going and giving words to other people. Why? Because you want to be seen? Well, look how gifted I am. Yeah, we know. Do you know what I'm super impressed with? And I used to be more impressed with gifting. But as I've grown up, you know what I'm super impressed with? Character. If you can love me and I can love you, even though we know our own stinkies. I didn't say the other word. That's impressive. Character is impressive. On time, ready to go, 
you know, brushed your teeth, got your hair combed, you look good for Sunday, and you love people. And you're, you're in faith, pulling on the word, pulling on the spirit, ready to go. Ready to love your brothers and sisters. And then you wake up in the morning on Monday morning and you go, Whoo, Lord Jesus, give me a divine appointment today so I can minister the love of God. Lord, help me be a great employee where my boss has to acknowledge how good I am. And then they ask me why and I got to say, Jesus, character lives on the inside of me. Every job I've ever had, they don't want to lose me. Everyone. You want to know why? Because I'm preaching the gospel. And I'm not talking about I'm sucking up the employer's time talking about Jesus. I'm doing my work. And as I'm doing my work, the, the fragrance of Jesus is coming out of me. It shouldn't be hard for this generation. Because the generation that's raising up doesn't even want to go to work oftentimes. We should stand out even more. Amen. Father God, we thank you for today. We thank you for this church. We thank you, Lord, for the power of the Holy Spirit within us. Lord, we pray for rain. We ask for the rain. And Lord, we do. We step over into the Spirit right now for the next few minutes. Father, and we pray in the Holy Ghost, praying out mysteries and secrets. Father, the church needs reviving. Lord, the church needs a shaking and awakening to the reality of the importance of things unseen. The reality of the importance of the day we live in. The reality of the importance of where we're walking and what needs to be accomplished. Holy Ghost, use our tongues in Jesus' name. Peshea, amando brefaso, rain, 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 heavy rain, that latter rain, o shobro stoko polo, for production, for a producing, a producing in the spirit, a producing from the spirit into the natural. Brestere, o copolo bresiti atande, elevresto fofovra mande beredege, ondrobo stikiti as. Sapra Deva Domba, Lord, for our families, Lord, for our city, Lord, for our neighborhoods, for our co workers, Lord, for the place, the people, uh, uh, and the places where we shop and where we eat. Lord, we pray for rain. Send rain, Lord. The rain of your spirit, breste, and balabrobo shokobra mande, elevrembe de jikere breste, fabadanze breste, etetesto no cobre vestidisa, desidisa, esto cobale shete bedevro bondo bo shoko, mandevre beja baia setre ede vidi, oco sota mendega de balataya, ejo boco somo seke seta sita. Mande vero dobo sheta paladea, ande vero dobo show mezikitisia. Oh, we thank you for the rain. Thank you, Lord, for the rain. Thank you, Father, that tremendous power is operating in our city, operating in our families, operating in this church, operating in the ministries of this church. Oh, oh, yes. Those that are in doubt will be raised to a place of faith. Those that are in doubt will be changed. Those that are in bitterness will be changed. 
Oh, and step into, step into, step into their full manifestation, the full manifestation of our places. Ascended a bella cobola, a divri bishiste feremana mando bolo dobro, and vele kidia stoba bambare de deve de breto soco polo, and the vidiesho bobombo robrosto poco poposea, and the vera de breste fera mamma manda barabose. Manda badava la brasto fobuboro sequera de brea. Ishata, ishata. Ende de 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 sopa capalate. O capalate. O capalate. Ende velo do bosha para breste fe cabala de belle do boso so. Ondresti fidivi diabro shoko so cobare distas. O my, 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 my ende vero do boso. Ara da babardo dobo shikiti a sande. Ende velebre deste pocobro dobo soco borodea. Ende vidi esso bodo bolo dobolo sikistas. Ascende, ascende, godosho, godea. Godema se ere te echo o rolo soto. Shesto foboro como sea. Ande vele dishia, 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 dishia. O sea. Lord, you said in your word that those who pray in an unknown tongue, Lord, that we pray out mysteries and secrets, secret truths and hidden things not obvious to the understanding. Ole, vavando, mesheo, bayetse, mandefro, badiste, pakala, dazos. O shemendebele dea, sa. We thank you for the cloud. We thank you for the cloud. Now, right now in the spirit, you can pray in other tongues. If, if, you, don't know, if you don't pray in other tongues, pray in English concerning Zechariah 10.1. But let's pray about that cloud of the spirit manifesting, that cloud of glory. Oh, that mantle, that mantle, that mantle. Oh, it goes, it goes with, yeah, it goes with, it goes with. It goes, it moves here and there and over there and over there. And then those pieces, they go out with the people. They go out with the people. Oh, lay, ah, yes, and nanama, nama, 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 yes, orora, nama, yes, orora, badevre beshta balada, ande vera dorobo shete kese, ande etse era dera disis, oh, 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 ande revidivishi sika, see, see it. See it, see it, oh, and sense it, and no, no, no. Yeah, we carry that glory. We carry that glory. We carry that glory. Oh, we do, we do, we carry that glory. We're on assignment. We're assigned carriers. We're assigned traffickers of the glory, of the anointing. Oh, we deal in heavenly things. The gospel, the gospel, the gospel, the gospel, the gospel, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. The cloud follows the gospel. The glory, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit follows the gospel. The good news. The good news. Oh, 
Manda da vabre deja bambande berevera mande bresto boko. Ande vele le breste ferete co sopro. Lamana mande de vere de bresto co sopo do bolo do. Ande vele le deje pedevera mande befedifi di che peso. Ende vero do bosho poco polo to polo se. Mande vesho roso mondos. Lord, we thank you for the demonstrations of your spirit. The demonstrations of your spirit. We thank you for the demonstrations of your spirit. Eli, Eli, Eroi, Siai, Aulolo, Moche, Ataya, Ande, Soria, Dain, Desoya, Famandi, Eteri, Sodo, Et Sikili, Dia, Somono, Mosso, Dede, Sete, Atashata, Nomai, Stefera, Dubersu, Soya, Sande, Ataka, 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 Male, Diesho, Bolere, Nimita, Atais, Ende, Vetera, Subode, Sititso, Concrede, Ataya, Et Shiri, Tiau, Owns, Er, Ere, Eats, Tietso, En Seferlo, Domon, Sembrendo, Bola, Te, Sheba, Yeah, it's over in the place of the Spirit. It's in the Spirit. It's in the Spirit. And you access the Spirit by faith, by faith. No, you don't need to understand it with your head. You need to believe it with your heart. Then, then the understanding will come. Then the under, if it's fearful to you, when you, after you pray, go back to the word and the word will balance you out. But we release those demonstrations in the earth now in the name of Jesus. That door is open. And it remains, it remains, it remains. We, yeah, we put the door stop down. We put it down. Faith, that faith, that faith. The cloud, the cloud of the glory, the glory, the glory, the glory. Yay. Yay, God. Yes, we rejoice in you. And the increase that is coming, the increase I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying for those that are connected to my call and purpose here and who will remain faithful, the increase is upon this house and upon this ministry and the leadership, but it will come and it will manifest as if it was, even as if the call was yours, if you will unite with it and the multiplication will come upon you as well. And it will be shocking. It will be amazing. It will be awe. You will be in awe. Kara, Kara, Nemezoa, I have a Zabo, Elevanaho days, Esaetsanaya, the anointing is increasing. The anointing is increasing. The anointing is increasing. And now the time, that multiplication. Oh, the, those things that are ice, isomaiza devedesos. Oh, it'll come, it'll come, it'll come. It'll come. Don't worry. It's on the way. <laughs> oh, we rejoice in it, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We rejoice. We rejoice in it, Lord. Thank you. And I'm over. <clears throat> I should start praying sooner. Some of it, though, you, gotta, you just got to clear the way on certain things. Now, you should just pray in the Spirit through your day. Do we have meetings? Altar care has a meeting upstairs. But keep praying. The rain is coming to your houses. It's coming to your families. 
people are going to come to this church and ministry and be a part of it, you're going to be shocked. Actually, I'll say this. The people that will come as this continues to go, even ministers that don't live here, it's going to be like, oh, God did it. I saw it. You'll be in awe. I don't know about you, but I'm a big kid. And I, I know I just have to believe. Because I know I'm not smart enough to make it happen. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.